let's just fire this thing up. What is this? Six Pack Chats, episode six. Let's go. Six and a quarter. Yes, 6.5. Yeah. We like to do do half shows around here. (laughs) Okay, dude. Here's what we got uh, on our topic docket, okay? Um, Email mistakes. I'm going to do this one at the end. The Aunt Jemima thing, though, I got to rant about that. That's on my last nerve right now, but I don't want to be super political too early on. YouTubers number one at the box office and a beer company that's trolling Tom Brady and Gronk. Which one do you want to hear first? Um, I want to hear who's trolling Gronk, by the way. Love it. All right. By the way. Who who doesn't like a little good Gronk? Dude, I'm a fan of that guy. By the way, let me do my thing first. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Spell it out. Six Pack Chats. Sixpackchats.com brought to you in part by Laser Shark Studios with... Some people don't know how to spell. No, I know. I know. Well, I wasn't sure what to do. Do you put six pack and then just use the number? I just... That stuff's all... Either way, I would have done it wrong. Well, if they can't spell it, I don't want them as listeners. (laughs) By the way, Steve, Shark Daddy, what you sipping on? Oh, so tonight I went back to the old Stockyard Brew Co., and got myself a little yard sale. It's a pale ale. Okay. And it's, I like because they can say wrangle, wrangle responsible. Love it. Uh, I just went back to the Stella Artois. You, you like them Belgian. Well, dude, somebody came over yesterday, brought me a 12 pack, and then fixed my deck. Boom. Win win. <laughs> I know. I don't know what that's about. Did, so, did he uh, give you a happy ending as well? <laughs> I mean, when he left, I was happy, also left, he, drunk. He, he passionately kissed my wife, which was kind of <laughs> awkward, but still pat him on the butt and said, good game. Dude, worth a fixed deck and a 12-pack of Stella. Right? Okay. So, obviously, people up north are a little salty about Tom Brady leaving. Those, those You know, New England fans just don't take anything well outside of winning. No, they're all jerks. Uh, there's a brewery, my new favorite brewery, maybe, maybe. It's called Smug Brewery. It's in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. They introduced a new beer called Traderade. <laughs> in honor of the expatriate stars, the beer is described as an imperial fruit sour with sea salt. The packaging has a uh, playoff of the Bucko Bruce Buccaneers logo. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is great, dude. A traderade. A sour, salty. That's some funny stuff. I went to this brewery and um, it's called Smug Brewing. Like I said, some of their other beers, Hop Mess, <laughs> um, Flexosaurus. Do you know what killed the dinosaur? We believe they did it to themselves. Always hitting the gym, always showing off. They didn't <laughs> notice the giant comet coming towards Earth. Flexosaurus is an IPA dry hopped with Comet and Sabro hops. How about this one? You'll love this one. Funky Kolsch Medina. Mm, nice. I will, I will say when I try like, you know, local brews and stuff like that, I honestly go with the name, like what the name of the beer is. Dude, it's so important, what right? I, it might be like, yeah, it might be like, ooh, that sounds kind of cool. It could be the shittiest beer in the world, but I'll buy it. Chances are it's not going to be shitty because the name's fun. Right. Right? And it's still beer at the end of the day. So True. worst case scenario, you get a fun, you know, can 
and you drink beers. I bought it like one of those mixed 12 pack type deals. Mm-hmm. Four of the beers were just awful. And I, I usually don't say that about many beers, right? Only that beer and Keystone. And <laughs> Keystone I, is bad. I still drink those four beers. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> you know? Of course you did. Uh, their last few beers, uh, Make Me a Bicycle Clown, um, <laughs> Be Fruitful Kettle, and their fa- final one, Driving Miss Hazy. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and then so I was thinking about it. Can you come up with any other beers that are um, based on sports? Um, I, now, I know Boulevard does hustle up this season. Yeah, and they also have what, the easy sport. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could do something like a red ale and call it a Charlie Hustle Red. Oh, love that. You know? Love I mean, that. I, I'm um, sure the more I drink, the more ideas come to my mind. Well, that's why, dude, I was so bummed because, you know, we, we've been talking about getting these homebrew kits for Father's Day. They're like all sold out on Amazon. Because there's a lot of drunks out there. Well, and evidently because everybody's staying at home and they need hobbies and because of Father's Day, they're really hard to come by. I wonder how many of those purchases were from people under the age of 21. <laughs> oh, Right. Yeah, it's not, a, how, it's not illegal to buy stuff to make beer. You just can't drink it. Right. Or have it in your possession. Yeah, right. So wait, what was that beer called that named after Gronk? Um, what was it called? I just said it was Traderade. Traderade. Do you remember Haterade? <laughs> yeah. Was that you know? did they actually make that a drink or is that just like in a rap song or someone just I, like I feel like it was a Dave Chappelle bit, maybe. Yeah, like drinking haterade. Yeah. But I didn't know if someone actually made it into a drink, you know, like pimp juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> pimp juice. So yeah, right? if you search if you search haterade, a bunch of stuff comes up, a bunch of shirts and all that. But I don't know if it's an actual I wonder if it's trademarked. Probably. What's it, it say? Look it up because if it's not, let's trademark it and we'll make a beer based off the Chiefs Kingdom and they'll just call it Haterade because people hate us. Haterade, friendship killer. Uh, Let's see what Urban Dictionary, which Urban Dictionary is always scary to go on, dude. No, they're always correct. You just don't know what you're going (laughs) to, you never know what you're going to get. Okay, I don't know. I'll have to do some, I'm going to have to do some work. But that's one of the reasons I was so excited about getting this brew kit is because I wanted to come up with a fun name for my beer and a banging ass logo, you know? Well, maybe this allows us more times to come up with a fun name and a Mm -hmm. banging ass Mm -hmm. logo. Dude, I'm telling you, I cannot wait until we do well, our if, beer. If kits. we want to, like, we can make names based off like six pack chat. You know, like you could do lower ab something <laughs> ale, lower ab ale. Yeah, you can do. Um, we can really get into like the like yoga poses, you know, and maybe mm. kind of go off that. Yeah, a Savasana a Pilsner. Yeah, like a downward dog and a. Did the pile driver the pile driver Pilsner? Is that a yoga move or no? No, that's my move in bed, dude. <laughs> that's what I was talking about the other night. <laughs> that's what I just loved that softball. <laughs> okay. Where's my where's my rim shot button? I'll put it in in post. <laughs> 
Okay, here's another story I want to tell you about these YouTubers. This is a great idea. Uh, it sounds like an idea I would come up with and then never even attempt. But this YouTuber and his buddy came up with this idea. They thought we can get the number one movie at the box office easy. So what they did was they wrote a movie, they filmed it all on Zoom, and then they made it, and then they bought out a theater, bought every seat, showed the movie in the theater, and it was the only theater in America selling tickets, so they had the number one box office movie in the country. Interesting. So I have to ask you, what is considered a box office nowadays? So it's based on how many ticket sales you have at theaters. That's great. So all they had to do was buy out one theater. We could become... A box office hit. There's mm-hmm. local theaters all around here with like, dude, hey, we'll give you a hundred bucks for your theater for an hour. Yeah, it's that's the thing, film, you know? Right. So they did it. It's not about our beer making skills. Now, somehow they came up with a $25,000 gross. They topped the daily box office for June 10th, beating out films like The Wretched and Becky, which were mostly playing in drive-ins. Uh, since that was a Wednesday, the movie didn't make a dent on the more weekend, the more traditional weekend chart. But number one is it, number one, even if it was only for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's called. Uh, it's actually you're right, just like you said, a short film. It's thirty minutes long. It's called Unsubscribe. It's a horror movie, and it takes place over Zoom essentially. But there's people in it, like uh, one of the dudes from Ozark, Charlie Tahan. Who does he play? I have on a Ozark. great idea. We okay. can have the first box office number one silent film in like a hundred <laughs> years. Like not not shitting you, man. Right. But listen, the problem is, you know what I do best? Audio. Like, like that's <laughs> like my. <laughs> well, maybe we maybe we do like sound effects. Mm. You yeah. Know? Like no, like, and we make yeah. it really, really old school. Like, like it would be in like the twenties. Like someone falls mm. and you hear, like three seconds later, you hear, a <laughs> you know. You can rent it on Vimeo, but it's called unsubscribed. And look for the trailer at some point. It actually looks like, considering it was shot on Zoom and made in two weeks, it looks kind of decent. And they made twenty five grand. I'm guessing that's probably just some. Um, Really wit- rich white kids. Like, yeah. Hey, Dad, I got yeah. a great idea. Give me twenty five grand, and I'll have the number one box office hit. Unless there's YouTubers on that level, dude. Some of these YouTubers, mm-hmm. man, my my kids will watch mm-hmm. like these YouTube families, and they go, "On this episode, we're gonna buy everything my dog touches at Home Depot." Right. Right. Like, who has the budget for that? Oh, they they make millions of dollars. That's like Michael's like, I want a YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, but you know how much freaking editing goes into that stuff? My kids. Quit my oh, job. Yes, tell me about it. So, Which I'd be happy to, but don't want to. If they make millions. Yeah, but I'd rather have the millions before I quit my job. <laughs> right. So both my kids started a YouTube channel. And the classic one is my older daughter, who's 12, she started a channel. And this is my favorite part. On her first episode, her and her friend are doing it. And they're like, okay, guys, welcome to our channel. We're doing crafts and we're going to post new videos every Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. 
Damn. Like, and, and three weeks later, they have one. Yeah. Dude, it was the second week. They were like, hi, guys. We've changed our schedule. We're going to release a new video every Friday. Yeah. The next the next week, it was like, sorry, we haven't posted a video this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, I want to say both my kids have them. I know my daughter does because she does it for like speed stacking type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my son does. I don't, I don't think we've quite let him because we're like, you have to have like an actual idea of what you want to be doing with it. Well, again, you want to talk about the editing is a headache. Oh, like, and that's what I do for a living. Well, like, I don't, that's what I don't like understand. Like some of our kids just playing with toys. Like, mm-hmm. like, wow. Now I got to go back and watch hours of my kids playing with the same toy again. Right. Get out of here. I just witnessed that. Listen, though, let me tell you this. I want to hear more about this speed stacking. I think we could make a speed stacking movie like mm. Dodgeball, where mm. like you got the big corporate speed stacker rich kid, you know, that, that's been totally. dominating. And then you got the upstart. They can't even afford real speed stacking cups to practice with. In like in my head, I'm picturing like the corporate little rich kid he has to have a double polo shirt on like two polos. Yes. On, yes. Know? And he's, he wears like special gloves and he has like a masseuse with him, yeah, you know, to like warm up his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Boat shoes all day. He's yeah. got like a, he's got a Russian trainer. <laughs> Dude, that classic Rocky cutscene where the rich kid is like practicing with computers and yeah. stuff hooked up to his arms. And then the other kid has to stack with red solo cups. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> because that's what dad drinks out of. Mean, like they collect him after dad like throws one cup out of Yes. Yes, dude. So my kid years ago, my oldest your daughter's friend was into cup stacking for a while and she was doing it. And I go, look, if you practice every day, cause she really wanted a timing mat. I need a timing mat, dad. I'm like, those things are expensive. You just start. I really need it. I go, all right. If you practice every day for two weeks, I'll drive and get you a timing mat. So she practiced every day for two weeks. So finally we go and we have to drive clear across town, fat brain toys, buy her a timing mat. She uses it that night and never used it again. That's I w- I've actually been reading this book about people setting goals. And then once they accomplish it, it's like, eh, done, you know? Right. I mean, I'll give her credit. She made that goal, but then just get straight gave up. Hi, huh, Dad. Made you waste your money. Like paying for your own wedding this time. <laughs> right. So your daughter got into it later than my daughter, but she's about it. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, you guys are having to travel to go to tournaments? Um, I haven't per se. Yeah. Well, like regional and stuff, like, but she did get to go to like nationals last year. We're supposed to go to um, Virginia Beach this July for nationals, but it got canceled. Oh, no. Yeah, that was my uh, summer vacation trip. Oh, no. Now I get to go enjoy Table Rock Lake. (laughs) Which is not I like Table Rock Lake. Yeah. I've never been to Virginia Beach. 
Okay, let me ask you this, dude. And I really wanted my kid to do cup stacking. I thought it was awesome. It was really we went to one tournament and it was weird, but it was great. And you know, I'm that dad. Yeah, they're weird, right? But let me ask you this. I got to think it's a lot like Rubik's Cube. Like, what are you going to do with that? Where are you going with that? Oh, totally. Like, um, stackers are also into, like, Rubik's Cubes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty big. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of kids that do it. There's something to be said for, though, performing at a high level, figuring out what it takes to be really good at something, you know, figuring out how many hours it takes of practice to be able to dominate like that, right? Right. Maybe now that baseball is fucking everything up, we slide in with cup stacking mm. and speed stacking. <clears throat> Listen, the fact that that isn't on ESPN at this point is beyond me. I'm, I'm sure it's on like the Ocho. I would watch it, and you know what I would do? Gamble on it. Bring me some DraftKings cup, <laughs> that's st- funny. cup that's, stacking. That's funny that you're talking about like gambling. I was getting my hair cut today, and I've been going to the same guy for like, I don't know, since I was like six years old. And he was talking about, I don't know, a few years ago. He's like, oh, yeah, like where I live. He's like, yeah, we went to something over there. He's like, it was this fundraiser thing. It was pretty funny. It was cool. He's like, they had mice races. Wow. We literally bet on mice, like racing. I was like, huh, like, pretty sure you can make that a pretty big illegal thing. <laughs> you know, like, because I, I, yeah. I know some hardcore gamblers. And I'm not afraid with experimenting with steroids on rats, okay? <laughs> so, you know, there's like this whole like marble marble racing circuit did you see that i think john oliver did a big thing about it like it started like marbles like like the round things yeah yeah okay no i i was i was watching like fox sports and they had soapbox racing on oh yeah in japan and it was awesome and i sat there and watched it for like 30 minutes my wife was like (laughs) what the hell are you watching listen you know in town Last weekend, this weekend, next weekend, it's they're doing drone racing. Oh, that's so cool. Right? But I, I'm going to try to go out there if I can. This weekend and next weekend? Yeah. So I think it's Shawnee Mission Park, maybe. Okay. Um, I know I can't remember exactly where it is, but um, the drone racing seems awesome. But it, it's, you know, I don't, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like when you're on the site. Like when you're there. Right. Compared to like on TV, because TV has so many angles. Yeah. They can switch to like the point of view and they can switch to different cameras. But I'll definitely go. I mean, I'll gamble on anything. I would definitely gamble on cup stacking. Yeah. But that, like in cup stacking, you you could put odds on shit, you know, because you have people's times. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Vegas, we got something for you here's the thing i said this like in an earlier episode like this stuff wasn't an option for me at my school it was cross country or football those were your only two options when i grew up like i couldn't do rubik's cube or cup stacking or soccer or hockey me growing up it was you played soccer until fifth grade because in fifth grade you can start playing football for the school so everybody plays soccer until fifth grade, and then you just start playing football. Right. 
and then you play and then you play basketball and like baseball you know in the summertime but though like besides those i mean you ran track dude the only reason i ran track is because that's where the girls were yeah you know what i mean i ran i ran track because i was fast <laughs> i didn't i was slow dude i was like 130 pounds and i was so slow they were like how about you be a thrower <laughs> like, like someone like, throws me <laughs> i'll be you so i'm the javelin yeah right like so they're shot putting me like I'm- so that's what i'm saying i didn't have all these opportunities that's why my kid i wanted her to get into cup stacking and now she thinks she wants to swim that's I'm like bad, all right. that's bad coaching on your coach's part you're obviously a pole vaulter. <laughs> well, yeah, but I was, I'm was i scared of heights. Yeah, you close your eyes, right? Yeah, you know what I tried was high jump, and I was awful at it. You couldn't jump? No, I can't jump. I can't throw. Well, I shouldn't have been in tr- – but the thing is, if I wasn't in track, I was going to go home and sit by myself with three cable channels and do nothing. <laughs> at least at track, you got to, like, sit there and just watch girls walk by. Oh, listen, most of track, especially the track meets. Oh, the track meets. Even were, if you, yeah, track meets were like for that. Even if I was super slow and I'm running the 400, it's a lot of sitting around and then 90 seconds of terror. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yeah, I remember those days in high school going to track meets. We'd sit there I all mean, day. Like, oh, cool. I got three hours until I run for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. But I'd sit there and look at the chicks. That's why when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I did um, for what they called forensics, which was debate. Oh, I thought like how to like solve murders and stuff. <laughs> I wish. No, it was like debate and like solo acting and like impromptu acting. And then, you know, when I'm telling was- you, man. It was 90 to 10 girls to guys. I was like one of the only dudes. Well, see, when I was in high school, I went to a boys school. So, oh, God. But so we had like debate team, but then like the debate team coach was also like the public speech speaking coach. Yeah. Every freshman had to go do like a semester of public speaking, right? Yeah. The word was that that teacher was actually in 70s porn. At one point, in what? Yeah, come on. Like it was a called like the Red Rooster or something like that. How I, many hours did you spend looking for that dude? I honestly didn't, but <laughs> because I wasn't too much into bushy just checking, porn. just I wasn't checking. too much into bushy old porn. But you know, <laughs> you're like I spent hours. I'm talking. I spent 25, 30 hours looking for this guy. How did my dad's first tape from when he was a 16 year old? <laughs> But that was the rumor, and people like wrote it on the board, and he'd get pissed. <laughs> Do you ever have a teacher with a lazy eye? Listen, man, I struggle with the lazy eye stuff. You don't have a lazy eye. I know I don't have one, oh, but God. I never know where to look. It makes no. me so uncomfortable. So we had a teacher growing up in eighth grade, like seventh, eighth grade. He had a lazy eye, and he had an anger issue. Oh, no. And so he would sit there and start yelling at someone in class. Like, you stand up. He wouldn't say the name. Like, stand up and go to the hallway. And, like, literally two people would stand up at the exact same time. (laughs) And it was always opposite ends of the room. Oh, yeah. Like, and it was always the most, like, like one of those, like, 
please stand up if you're the imaginary and like three people are like <laughs> acting like they're standing and so it's like no one knows who he's yelling at and it was the and like and then people would start laughing you know and then he's <laughs> more enraged but like we couldn't help it because we we're like 13 year old kids being like you know watching people stand up sit down like while he's just fuming Man, the lazy eye thing really makes me uncomfortable because oh, yeah, I like right. to look people in the eye. Yeah, right. And, and then, but if somebody only has like the one where they're looking at you, you're like eyeballing them so hard. You're like staring into their soul, into their one good eye. And it makes you feel bad. Like, yes. supposed to look at the other eye or. Right. Like, I want to like, give it equal attention, but I don't. I, it must have came from like a weird grade school because i also had an albino teacher at one point yeah and she had like those red eyes you know mm. like darting back and forth and <laughs> i got a detention yes out there wasn't the best kid in the world so i got yeah. a detention and so everybody had to go in the classroom whoever had detention and she was up at the board and she wrote on the board write what's on my card that's all she wrote, right? And then she yeah. like handed us paper, and then she handed us a card, like a three by five card, whatever, right? And so I just put the card to the side, and I just started writing. Writes with it on the card, writes what's on the card. And she said, "Once you get like a full page, you're done." And so like I was like the third person done. And so everybody goes hands it in, and she like sits there and scans it. She's like, "Okay, you're good, you're good." So I go up there and I hand it to her. And she scans it and scans it and scans it, <laughs> hands it back. She says, all right, you're done. And then hands me my paper back, and I have the card in my hand. And so my two buddies before me, they're done, come out there. What did you have to write? Like, what do you mean what I have to write? <laughs> like, we had to write write what's on your card. That's what she wrote on the board. And they're like, no, the card she gave you had a sentence you had to write over and over and over again. <laughs> so you wrote down what's on the card? Yeah, over and over and over again. <laughs> And she didn't say a word about it. Like I turned it in. No. Like, and like it was creepy because like her little red beady eyes were going back and forth, like scanning the paper. And she was like, "All right, you're good." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And then they're like, "No, like you have a sentence on your like index card." I'm like, so like you had it upside down, maybe? I don't know. I didn't look at my index card. What did you get? I just I just put this aside and started writing what's on your card. Oh my God, you are wild, bro. It worked. You are wild. Or maybe, maybe in her head, she's like, "This kid's a fucking idiot." I'm just gonna let him go. He's in I trouble. I just want him out life. of. Yeah. I just want him out of my face. Yeah, he's gonna be here tomorrow. Um. Okay. <laughs> I got another one for you. Email mistakes. Okay. Um. So I'll tell you this. So we recorded an episode. And I was emailing with Zencaster, which is the website we record with. And I'm emailing back and forth with support, trying to recover the files that we recorded and blah, blah, blah. And at one point I said, I said, I had itch on my nose. Here's what I said. I go, because I'm going back and forth with her and I'm trying to tell you what the support from the website said. At one point I said, because dude, here's how I play it. 
I'm such a dummy. Please walk me through this. Like I'm a fifth grader. That's how I get through life. So at one point, because we were trying to recover your files in the email, I said, he's not as tech savvy as can be. Please help us. I can't believe you said that about me. Right. And then I forwarded it on to you. And I was like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't think. <laughs> I don't think. But I'm just trying to, like, tell her. Essentially, I'm trying to get her to call us and help us. Right. Like, hey, in layman's terms, we need help. I'm too lazy to deal with all this. So then I blamed you. You could have even said, look, this dude's 85 years old, and I'm just <laughs> trying to get this interview done. Nom. Listen, this dude's a 90-year-old. <laughs> he's an albino yeah. like, he evidently has red eyes eye, and he has an anger issue so he can't deal with it it's one of those things where i'm like oh man i hope he doesn't think i was dogging him when it probably wasn't even his fault you know what i, I mean when you were talking about like email etiquette type stuff i thought you were talking about like i am horrible at like like proofreading my shit i just send <laughs> Then like I'll go back like, fuck, I sound like a dumbass, you know? <laughs> but here's the thing. Have you ever sent something? Because a buddy of mine said at work the other day, somebody accidentally sent a company-wide email with the N-word in it. Whoa. And, yeah, I that's, know. And he was like. That's worse than like a dick pic. <laughs> yes, you're right. Now, I'll tell you this. He said that. It wasn't that big of a problem because diversity isn't one of their strong suits oh, okay. at his company. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so they have no diversity. Right. My buddy was like, I saw that and I forwarded it on to the supervisor and, and gave them the heads up. Have you ever sent an email and you're like, man, I wish I could have that back? Um, no. But I've probably sent a bunch of text messages to girls. <laughs> I'm so lucky that I wasn't texting at that point. Well, I think no, like I my problem like with emails and shit is it's probably like my grammar, my phonetics, you know, all that shit. Like yeah, I might yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidentally put the I also have dyslexic, so like that doesn't help me. That's brutal. And so I might put like the wrong word and like the wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm always conscious about my thoughts and like who I'm talking to, what I'm saying, like my audience, you know, but there, so at my work, we're like a world company <laughs> and I don't know how it happens every once in a while, like you'll get an email and it's like sent to like from like Brazil's division and somehow, like, our division gets in on it. And it's just people, like, replying all. And it's the funniest, like, craziest stuff. Like, you'll get, like, memes from, like, different countries. Oh. It's interesting. So, because you deal with dyslexia, how many times are you rereading your emails? And does it help? Are you like, it's going to be no good if I proofread my own emails? Because no, it... it well, it, it is good that when I do proofread them, but I also have like ADHD. So like, I'm like, fuck that email. It's sin, you know, like on to the next <laughs> thing. A, and then it's they, a rough like, combo. Yeah, totally rough. No, like, um, it, no, I'd say like, I, I would think like one of those, like, have you ever seen one of those, like, 
pages. It's like a test. That it's like a list of like a, a paragraph, but the whole paragraph is not there. Like not all the words, but like you can scan it so fast that you can read what they're saying without like. You all sure. The yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Like, especially when it comes to wording, like I'll might say something and it might just take the person like, all right, I get what he's saying, but that's just a weird way of saying it. <laughs> you know, like why would he say it like that? Or why would he put a word like that right there? But it Listen, affect, man, like numbers affects me more probably. Oh, so I'm such a bad speller. I am no. like, the, dude, the worst speller. Like the, I was, dude, I, the worst. When I was growing I, up, like we had to do spelling bees in school. And I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm about out. They're like, no, you have to do it. I'm like, but I'm not a good speller. We all know it. So why are you going to make me get up there and embarrass myself? Right. Every year, they made me get up there and embarrass myself. Let and me get the nerds on the basketball complex. court. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, why don't we do a basketball contest? <laughs> right. Bring the guy that wins the spelling bee, put some pads on, and we'll go heads up. <laughs> right. Or on the football like, field. Like, I'll put full pads on and play him in basketball. <laughs> you know? Because, dude, I am such a bad speller. I will try to spell a word, can't figure it out. So I'll go to Google and try to Google the word, and it still won't come up. Well, I've been there, done that. And, and I'm like, it, oh, okay, like, I guess I just damn. switch words. Damn, you're right. Like, oh, well, I guess I'm not using that one. <laughs> and you, I you was watching. document and type it in. <laughs> And then it, it, it has no guesses, dude. When you right click, it goes, no suggestions. You're like, God, I'm way off. Oh, right. And that, like, that's the moment each day I'm like, God, I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> there's this, uh, I can't remember if it's Netflix or uh, Hulu, but there's a documentary. Maybe it might even be Disney Plus about the spelling bee. And it's mostly about Indian Americans I'm and how they, that. I, I mean, listen, man, these words, I couldn't read them. I couldn't spell them. I don't know what they mean. And I honestly, I don't care what they mean. I like how you say Because that. I'm. It's really a documentary on Indian Americans. <laughs> well, it's about Indian Americans and how they dominate. Oh, yeah. Like, they, right. Dominate. And so. I just, it, it fascinated me. And I'm like, there's like four and five-year-old kids. Steve, when I say I can't spell, I cannot overstate how horrible I am at spelling. Outside of my name, and I honestly don't know that I could spell my middle name if I had to. Bro, I'm in the same boat as you. I think, like, I could probably write something if I, like, in my mind. But if you want me to put it on paper, I'm going to sound like an idiot. Because I won't be able to spell I'm like, then I'd be like, well, I don't want to spell the word. I'm going to change the word. Yes. And that's why I'm glad the spell check is a thing. It saves me daily. Whoever invented spell check, thank you. You're a hero. You know that person probably got fired and didn't have a pension and probably became homeless. <laughs> oh. So here, speaking of spell check, I sent you our topics for today, and I spelled Aunt Jemima J-A-M-I-M-A. It's actually spelled J-E-M-I-M-A. So I misspelled Aunt Jemima. But I got to talk to you about this. I'm enough beer then. It's J-E instead of J-A? Yeah. So one would be Aunt Jemima? So Aunt Jemima? I get, I don't, yeah, right? Yeah, the That's idiots, the thing. 
dude, I can't spell peace. I don't know if the I before the C or the E and I, I'm a dumb dumb. That's why when I'm texting and I want to say peace, I just do the gum. Dude, I meant like piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Same <laughs> you thing. You still do the gun. Okay. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> still, bring me one of those Indian American kids that have won the uh, spelling bee. Have them have a six pack. See where they're at after number right? four if they w- still want to talk. I am actually going to go watch a documentary. To, uh, well, yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight since my wife's working. Got nothing to do. Yes. Yes. On Netflix. Um, I heard about it. It's going to be a. Hopefully a good one. It's called Have a Good Trip. Adventure, oh. Adventures in Psychedelics. Yikes. And, All right. Well, it's it's going to be really good because, like, Nick Offerman's the, one of the hosts. Mm, mm. Right? Yeah, right? I think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's supposed, I was listening to radio and there, saying it's hilarious. He's awesome. Okay, last topic, final beer. I want to talk about this Aunt Jemima thing, okay? Let me start out with this. Um, a guy I used to work with in radio posted this on Facebook. All right. So he, to give you some context, I don't mind saying his name because he's uh, on the radio. His name's Steve Kaiser. He's a country radio guy. His post with the Aunt Jemima to change their name and remove imaging, you know, from their package. So he posted a link to the article from NBC where Aunt Jemima said they're going to change their name. He said, wow, this is getting out of hand, folks. Truly ridiculous. Now, let me read you some of the responses. The top response on his post is, this world is literally coming to an end soon. Wow, what's next? Here's another one. So stupid. Here's another one. Ridiculous. Whiny ass little bitches get offended by a twig these days. I'm sorry, Steve, but this shit has got to stop. Uh, Here's another one. What the hell? Um, Here's another one. This is ridiculous. I always wonder how many people are just fucking trolls. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really just here to see what people say. I want to believe that. I really do. I want to believe that they're trolls. Yeah, I want to believe like people are like, I'm just going to say this to see what people say. Like, I don't really believe it. You know, I'm just going to say it. This is Facebook. I really think this is their heartfelt response. True. Because like, then that's like your face with it, you know? Right. It's like on next door neighbor, I can just troll something all day long. If you're mad about Aunt Jemima changing their name and that logo, you can suck it all day. It's syrup. Right? You know, it's like, just because it says Aunt Jemima syrup doesn't mean it's any better. Right. It's the same syrup. It's the same sugar. Why are you eating syrup anyway? First off, sorry, Aunt Jemima, but you shouldn't be eating syrup. I know a kid that would like eat spoonfuls, like a bowl full of syrup growing up. Just gross. I mean, I used to make sandwiches with peanut butter and then just drizzle syrup on it. But you well, know what I didn't care about, Steve? Whatever the picture on the bottle was. Well, and I guess I, I want to say it's the same company that owns maybe I don't know if that's if they do, but maybe it's PepsiCo that owns Uncle Ben's rice. Yeah. And they're talking about rebranding that as well. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm sure like there's an argument on the other side from people saying, like, look, this represents like 
black hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, here's the thing. One, you know how many companies change their name and their branding on any given product every day? Like, where the hell Surge at? Hundreds, thousands. People aren't like, hey, where's the Bud Light dog? Remember that dog that Bud Light used to have? Yeah, where's my fucking Bud Light Dry or Bud Dry? Right, where's Zima? You don't get mad about that. This Red dog, that's what you're thinking about. This dude then posted a picture of his Aunt Jemima syrup and the Aunt Jemima pancake batter in the trash. What are you doing? You already spent seven bucks, dude. You're not... You're not getting one over on them because you wasted that money because you're burning that seven bucks. That just tells me you're just a like white privileged person. Like, oh, I can just throw, throw this 10 bucks away. I'm not going to eat this unless it still has this imagery or this logo right. or whatever. What The number of companies and products that change their branding and in any given day is insane. The craziest thing about that is like, that guy doesn't even know. That's probably one of the most unhealthiest syrups for you. Like, go get just pure maple it's syrup. syrup. Yeah. Right. It's syrup. It's sugar juice. It's <laughs> it's just, oh, and you showed them. Way to go. And if it's good syrup, what do you care what's on the packaging unless you're offended by it? I kind of want just a goddamn tree on my syrup, you know? Like, hey, here's where it comes from. Dude, if they changed it to shark daddy syrup and didn't change the recipe and didn't change anything about it, what do they care? If it makes 10 people unhappy, why are you so committed to yeah, that imagery? Shark daddy syrup will make you feel funny. Yeah, I mean, no, you're going to have a weird trip. It's not just, I don't know, man. I just can't imagine like being that invested in a logo or some branding that you're going to go off. I'm not the smartest person in the world, but it's like, dude, you know how you are coming off right now? Right? You know, like, it's like, come on, dude. Like, you're really complaining about a picture. It was at least two posts, if not more, about Aunt Jemima syrup. There are kids with cancer out here, bro. And and you're going to show folks, oh. It's probably just he wants the attention. He's like a I a, guess a big baby. Oh, I'm going to get so upset about this. I'm going to get so upset about this. I mean, what just, what is such an insignificant thing? And then... <laughs> I keep, I mean, I keep seeing people go, well, did you know Aunt Jemima was actually a real person? And she, and then you see somebody else go, yeah, but. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there could be an argument from like, I don't, I'm not making an argument. I'm just saying, like playing the devil's advocate here, right? There could be an argument from like, maybe an African-American person being like, well, no, she's representing my heritage and kind of deal and then maybe that gets someone into that 100 percent dude just, but that's no, not this guy. i'm with you right One, i'm guy. with you that, that guy's guy. angle isn't but but what about representation of minorities and labels that's not his angle right if you're like i'm throwing away my aunt jemima syrup because despite the taste and the syrup and the texture and blah 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 I have to have it with my dose of racist imagery. You're foul and you're wrong. Right. That's that's someone just trying to 
people like that, it's like they just want to be hurt. You know, like, I want to be seen. It's like, shut the hell up. Well, you know what's funny is that's the dude that was probably calling folks snowflakes. Totally. Totally. It's like, hey, it's okay for people, like, you want me to be inside for two months and wear a mask? I'm going to storm the Capitol with my my AK-47 and right. you're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. get out of here. Like, All you have to do is Google Aunt Jemima retro and see some of these old versions of Aunt Jemima, like the original. If you don't think it's racist, it may not be now. It may not be as blatant, but dude, I found this ad. It's like only with WIF, my magic recipe, can you turn out D's, D-E-S-E, tender, licious, jiffy quick pancakes, dat, D-A-T, make yo family happy. I mean, my, dude. God damn. It, 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 bro, it's bad. And again, you know how many companies change their branding all the time? Get out of here with that. Or even like shit like geico has like six different like brands going on at one time like they'll have the little lizard guy they have the caveman they have the they have the chick what's her name it's all for a different yeah it's all for a different audience it's just you know yeah it's it's like it just makes me insane if i'm you were you didn't care same thing with Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind went off HBO and everybody gets their panties a wad. You never seen Gone with the Wind. Right, right. It's like don't act like you care about it. Like I'm not gonna watch it just because I can't deal with old cinematography. You know, it's who like who wants to watch a three hour slow ass movie? Nobody. Right. I it's dumb. I've never even seen it. Well, don't. Let me tell you that. First off, don't. Yeah, as your wife got, and, that's your first and, date, right? I mean, dude, it's like a three-hour boring-ass movie. It's awful. I can tell you what's gone in that wind. So here's the thing. You know what you should watch, though? Coming up, I think in August, is Good Lord Bird about John Brown, who was the abolitionist from Kansas. Ooh, that'd be cool. That dude was a savage Bro, he was a savage, and if he was here now, he would be throwing cocktails. He would be yeah, just that's funny Molotov cocktails, not drinks. Get my haircut today. I was talking to my barber. We were talking about like protests and whatnot, and about he was talking about like he went down to the ones in Kansas City, like on the plaza and stuff. And he's like, it was weird. Like people handing like potatoes. Like, what do you want to do with potatoes? He's like, throw it. And I was like, you know what? It's like, you know what protesters should do? They start a huge fucking food fight with the police. I was like, <laughs> think about that. Like slingshotting mashed potatoes at them. It's just like, like not going to hurt that. them. It's just like, right. you know, or like, or like <laughs> shoot like biscuits full of jelly. <laughs> just like, a, yeah, just dude. start throwing like hamburgers at them. Like, what are they going to do? Dude, it's one thing to get hit by a frozen bottle of water. Right? That's dangerous. <laughs> But, dude, you get hit upside the head with a Pop-Tart, that's embarrassing. Right? Uh, here comes the mask. Like, all of a sudden, you get your, full, your face mask splatted with mashed potatoes. Just, <laughs> dude, it's hard to look tough when you're, you're sitting there with a face mask full of mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, right? Like, oh, shit. Look how tough I am. I have Thanksgiving dinner all over me. You know what somebody would say, though? Bro, why are you protesting wasting all that food? <laughs> right? There's people that need that. There'd be effort. a counter protest for you wasting food. 
<laughs> Dude, this was another good one. Hopefully, technically, we got it all worked out. Uh, hopefully, we don't get canceled. I just want to remind those two listeners that to reach a level one status on six pack with abs, you got to be able to do three sets of 10 air bike crunches. Yes. And you should do that during your listening. And maybe in three sets of 10 of the swing twist abs as well. Yeah. You got to lay on your back, lift your knees up to get them six packs going. Right. And only helps when you're drinking a beer too. Right. I, you got to do it in tandem. Right. Like, uh, follow us on Twitter, Six Pack Chats. Spell it out, Six Pack Chats. Also, thank you for listening, sixpackchats.com. This is the first six pack of episodes. So, starting episode seven, I think we're going to start bringing folks on. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We just need to find a whenever date and time type deal when we go out to that brewery. Yes. Dude, let's do that. It's going to be awesome. Let's start taking this shit on the road, right? Why not? Get drunk in public. Or right. that. Just like, I'm sure he'll just give us free beer. And like, well, you know what? There's just that that brewery type place, like the brewery own beer down in uh, downtown OP. Maybe we contact yeah. them and be like, hey, we've been doing this podcast and we want to do brew, like maybe do one like while we're brewing. Maybe we'll brew it for free. I'm in. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Dude, you're the sales guy. Hook that up. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll try getting in touch. I'm with the it. production guy. All right. Steve, another good episode. Six pack chats. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.